Hey everyone, welcome to the Next Great Car Era, a podcast by EV Tuners. I'm your host, Daniel Martin, and today I'm sitting down with the director of Electrify Show Off, Neil Chin. Neil has been involved in the automotive space since 1995. He started with designing and building cars in the 10th grade as a hobby and quickly turned it into a business. Over the years, he has been in sales manager roles, marketing director roles, head of technology for NDRA and NERA, and consulted for many major brands. Neil was the magazine editor for eight years of HCI and B-Scene magazines, and he's worked with a ton of OEMs, including Toyota, Scion, Honda Acura, Chevy Pontiac, Hyundai, Ford, Porsche, and Dodge. Neil ran the Chin Edition Roadshow for 15 years, doing over 250 shows nationally, and has built and designed over 170 cars for SEMA. Last year, his Mach-E Mustang won Best Ford over the entire show. Within the nationally touring Electrify Expo is the Electrify Show-Off Car Show, which Neil has built from the ground up. I'll be joining the show in San Francisco in a couple weeks, and so Neil and I sat down ahead of time to talk more about what is in store, what the future looks like for show-off, and car culture in general. I had a blast chatting with Neil, and I hope you enjoy too. Well, thank you for your time today. I appreciate you. Yeah, thank you, Neil. Um, I've been really excited to sit down and uh, chat with you, so let's dive into it, shall we? Feelings feelings mutual. I love things like this, so... Appreciate you. Well, for uh, for everyone who doesn't know, maybe you can launch us in with just a little brief background about yourself. Yeah, so I've been doing this since 1996. I know we talked a little bit. And I tell everybody, it was it started in the tuner space. Uh, now, of course, I'm heavily involved in the EV space. But, dude, it just started as a hobby. I wasn't really into cars. I was. I was into sports. Um, I might have put it in our notes. We talked. I've been with my wife since 95 so it was really about girlfriend at the time in high school and yeah that actually led to cars so um, she was in the cars first say that that again she was in the cars first is that what you're saying we kind of got into it together so you can't see this physique but uh i'm pretty skinny but i it, it was funny i wanted wheels in high school and this is 95 so as you know it was 17s which Sounds ridiculous now, but for a couple of years, I couldn't work because I was 15 going on 16. Yeah. I, I saved all my lunch money eating Skittles and drinking a Pepsi. And don't laugh. I still do it to this day, but I was the first guy in my high school with a set of 17-inch wheels. Nice. And it's so funny. Eagle Vision, nothing special. TSW Stealth, which I think might still be around. Um, but anyway, so I met my, my girlfriend at the time. Now she's my wife has been for a a while, but got into cars and I just noticed the buzz around wheels. And I grew up in Miami. We would go to South beach, cruise up and down the cruise up and down the beach. And from there, kind of the bug hit, as you know, and then we just started building cars. So we did stuff for fast and furious with the company called Bomex. We built, we met a bunch of Japanese companies through the tuner scene. And it's funny, we would drive up and down the East Coast and people would be like, don't laugh. Like, Who are these three Asian kids driving from Miami to Philly to New Jersey, New York, Chicago? And <laughs> it wasn't a lot in Miami back then. It wasn't a lot in the East Coast. Everybody was in Cali. So um, met us, got into the industry. Like I said, people laugh. I didn't go to school for cars. I didn't go to school for design. 
Um, I was a magazine editor for eight years. Uh, I can't spell for bleep. Uh, <laughs> thank God for spell check. But, you know, I just had a passion for it. I got to meet the a passion. lot of people. Yeah, I got to meet a lot of people like yourself through the magazine. Um, that's how whole, this whole show often came together. I was part of Nopi Nationals, NDRA, Naira, Hot Import Nights, Import Revolution, the whole nine yards. You know, it, it, we brought it a lot of it to the East Coast. Uh, we brought partnerships to the East Coast because uh, there was not a lot there. And it's funny because it was from Miami. It wasn't from L.A. And from that, it turned into a hobby. I had a couple of marketing gigs, worked for a couple agencies, and then we moved to California in 2003 to run Hot uh, hot Compacts and Imports. It was HCI Magazine. We used to compete with Super Street, Import Tuner. And from there, it just took off. I know that was a long spiel, but that's kind of how it just happened. Out of high school, from sports to cars, and then everything in between. <laughs> I love that though. I mean, the passion and how that leads to organic growth. It's really cool. Yes, really sir. Cool. And we're very fortunate. Worked our our tails off, like I said. And I, I think, you know, in the 90s, there weren't really trailers. So we, we drove our cars um, up and down the East Coast, Midwest. Um, my wife's car was actually the first chin edition car to get to SEMA through Bomex. And uh, we moved in 2003, so 2001. And like we've been going to SEMA um, since 2001. So, yeah. What edition you said? So it's my last name. So it's chin edition. Oh, okay. Yeah. So all our builds, that was the company, uh, kept it pretty simple. And yeah, we... we've been doing we've been doing builds for uh, since 96. And I've been going to SEMA since uh, 2001. Are you going this year? I'm going to try. So we have, we, we'll get into, we have Miami two weeks before for, for Expo. And then we've got SEMA and then we've got Austin the week after. So Oof. I do have a couple builds, but it's going to be a lot. Uh, we'll talk yeah. about this too. Okay. Uh, I just had a, a meeting with Dodge this morning. So doing an, uh, we did a Dodge Durango a Hellcat last year, 880 horsepower. So we're awesome. trying to do the first hybrid uh, Hornet, which we're trying to build for SEMA and then get to Expo the week after. So to answer your question, yes, I don't know to what scope, because usually I go Saturday, Saturday to Saturday. So I'm there for seven days, then come home Sunday, but then I got to be in Austin on Wednesday. So that's going to be nuts. Yeah, I know. No, between October 12th, and November 12th is Miami, SEMA, and Austin. So we'll see. But yeah, for tentatively, yes. Tentatively, I haven't missed yes. One, I haven't missed one in 22 years. So I, then I will tentatively see you there. Um, okay. I'll be what there Monday for? through Saturday. Okay. Are you going for you guys? Yeah, for us. I, I'm going as media. Awesome. So yeah, I'm just going to be walking around, shaking hands, seeing all of the cool stuff, and talking to people like you. How many years have you been going? This is going to be my first. Oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah, so get, get ready. You, you already know walking shoes. Yes. Uh, I'll tell you the good places to eat on, on, on site. Um, well, it'll be cool because the West Hall is open now. So the West Hall is really cool. And then the other secret, you know about the Tesla underground, right? The, the tunnel? Yeah. Yeah. I've that never saved, been to it, though. Saves you a ton of walking because the West Hall to the South Hall to the central hall, to the north hall. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a lifesaver. <laughs> so any tricks you need to know, to know or any questions you have, let me know. All right. Yeah, we'll link up. I'm excited. It should be very cool. These are the sorts of things like I've been reading about SEMA since the same time period, late 90s, early 2000s, all of those events that you just talked about. Like I would see in the magazines, the pictures from those things. It's really exciting. And uh, I'm glad to be able to be a participant now. You can tell by your smile. Up. Like I said, I still love it. Some people, it's a lot, but um, you'll love it. Tuesday morning with all the press conferences, all the cool stuff. Um, like I said, it's it's still fun. It's a lot of work, but like we said, once you get there, it's just uh, meeting people like yourself. That's where everybody gets together. All my friends from home, from Miami come out, um, people from overseas. So, yeah, I'm excited to, for you to experience it for your first time. It's going to be fun. Yes, sir, for sure. So, um this is an awesome background and we're going to talk more about the show off and, and what you're doing with that. But you've talked a little bit about building cars. So currently as we all, we're all car nuts, right? What cars are you driving right now? So my daily is my Mach E and my lightning. Um, I enjoy my lightning a little bit more. It's bigger, um, but I drove the Mach E. So the funny parts too, we build all these cars for SEMA. Yeah. And it was like, not anymore as much, but you don't drive your SEMA cars. This is in general. Yeah. I won best to show Ford uh, with the Mach-E. It's my daily driver. and People don't believe me. Like, That's awesome. Yeah. We, we beat out. It was best Ford overall. So that's classics, hot rods. It had never been done before. Not only with an EV, but I'm probably one of the younger guys to do it. As you know, like the Ring Brothers, there's some badass builders. So we were very fortunate. Uh, SEMA 2021. And then I drove it home with the best of show trophy in my backseat. People are like, so I drive every day. I drove you buckle my it in, there. right? <laughs> yeah. I drove my lightning there. I drove my lightning home. Um, so those are my daily drivers, both fully built, as you saw. And they're both, of course, EVs. And then uh, my son is 14 now. His name is Colin. He's been in the cars. Um, so we're actually doing an S15, an R34 sedan. Um, we just picked up a 1976 BMW 2002, uh, which will be his first car. And then um, a Honda Acti, little Honda Acti van. That oh, was cool. Just yeah, so I love that. That's for my daughter. We had a truck, sold it, bought a van, a little camper van, and then uh, potentially the Hornet for Dodge, which I only say potentially because the car's not out yet. So typically, as you know, with some of these SEMA cars, we get them first or we get them early. Mm -hmm. And everything has to be prototyped as a one-off, which is the scary part. That's why I have no hair because <laughs> literally you have to build everything from scratch. So it's going to be wide body working on wheels, so wider wheels, brakes, suspension, interior, custom paint. And then they give you like six weeks to do it. So again, the reason I have no hair. Yeah. Well, that is a lot. And you said yeah. you don't have a, you, this, you're all self-taught on this stuff, right? Yeah. It just, like I said, I didn't go to school for it. Very fortunate. Have a great team. Um, painters, fabricators. Um, I could see it in my head, but then I work with my rendering guys and we do a rendering. So you tell me mm -hmm. a car, I can envision it. And that's been the cool thing. I think I put in the email we've done about 170 SEMA cars. Um, just in general, overall, since 96, ranging from tuners to euros to now EVs to plug-in hybrids, um, done a bunch of cool stuff for Porsche. So 
Yeah, it's all sell. It's all just over time, and that's what I tell my kids. It's like, yeah, you, I mean, you could go to school. For me, it was life on experience was a big difference. Working for my dad, owning our own business, selling ground control coilovers, yeah, stuff, you know, and stuff like that. And that's how we met, and that's why we had to go on the road. We had to go see people, uh, talk to customers, talk to other builders. So yeah, for me, it was more life experience because what now 20, 27 years on the road of doing this. So, and it, but it's awesome. Cause I get to meet people like yourself. I was up and coming, you know, I didn't know anybody. Um, I had, I had mentors who taught me the ropes and the cool thing is being able to share that now with, with, you know, people who listen to the podcast, people who see us at shows, uh, now on social it used to be more print, right? Um, the interaction all over the world is, is amazing. It really is, uh, something special car culture and the people that are in it. Do people ever ask you like, like, what is car culture? You know, someone like yourself who's been in it, like the beating heart for so long. I'm really curious. Like, how do you describe that to someone who maybe is just like stumbled upon a cars and coffee? Yeah, it's honestly, it, it becomes a family. Um, I've had partners since I've had partners for over 20 years. Um, we do get new partners here and there, um, but I try to stay loyal, but it's me again. I, I'm so uh, like, I'm repeating myself. But it's like meeting guys like you. It's just out of nowhere. Hey, yeah. this guy knows this guy or today introducing you to the the Tesla guys of Silicon Valley. It's like, oh, cool. I was like, I was talking, I had a meeting with them. I'm like, have you met Dan? He's awesome. We're doing a podcast. He's coming to San Francisco. Oh, let's link them together. Totally. It just becomes, yeah, it becomes family. It becomes the cool thing too. It becomes about setting trends. Um, that's what I, I call the vibe, the culture we're doing. It with show off right now. It's doing things that other people either haven't done or you want to do. And then you invite guys in. Like I said, I've seen, man, guys I went to high school with my head judges who you'll meet in San Francisco. They're my high school buddies. And we oh, that's judge, so cool. Dude, probably a thousand shows together more. And the funny thing is we built cars together. Uh, if you go on my Instagram, he had, his name is Lewis. He had a blue eclipse on three-star Antares. And I had a Acura Legend on Chrome MHTs. Our first two cars, um, you know, we'd go out with our girlfriends and it's like, let's hook up our cars. Let's go to Selby's. He's now my head judge 27 years later. So he's judging all my EV stuff. But And then he travels the world. That's really car culture, and it's everywhere. I mean, we've been to Canada, Mexico, South America, Indonesia. Wow. Uh, the UK. Yeah, it's everywhere. Uh, of course, Japan for Auto Salon. Uh, we went to Shanghai. You'll meet a gentleman who works for us at Expo. His name is Peter McGilvery. Uh, I went to Shanghai with him, shipped my 1,200-horsepower Camaro to Shanghai, we talked to the government, showed them about superchargers, air suspension. Um, so it's everywhere. And that's the coolest thing about culture. I think you could still sense my passion. It's, it's been a minute, um, but I love it, dude. I, I love, I, like, I'm excited next week to come up and hang out with you and see the ruined guys. And you'll be like, what's this? Who's this guy? And then, and then honestly, you become friends. You know, we'll link up at SEMA. We'll bro hug. We'll go have a, have a pulled pork sandwich at the secret spot. And you'll be like, what the heck? And that's really what it's about. You become, right. become family over time. Man, I've opened shops with guys. My painters painted. The painter in Cali's painted probably 120 cars for me. 
um, the rest were painted in Miami. So um, it becomes fun. And I think that's the biggest thing about culture because it's not just building cars or competing, even guys you compete against. I mean, I haven't competed in a while, but man, we used to battle. And now we're in our forties and we're like, you remember those days? And now, and the crazy part is now we have kids yeah, and our kids are starting to build cars. So um, I think that's the cool part about what we do. I, you know, I think that really resonates with me. I just got back from Buttonwill a weekend. Um, oh yeah, you told me. Racing event. And you can even see it there. It's not show cars, but like everyone is just so excited to be doing the same thing and helping each other. Like yep. someone's car breaks, like there's three people that are trying to like run over and help to make sure that they're back and can compete against each other. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah, when the family atmosphere, yeah, the, the culture, I would never leave you stranded. You know, it's like, that's what we're all the same guys. Yeah. You're right. Tracks the same, you know, the NDRA Naira stuff it's you're competing, but you're having a good time doing it. So other than EV, I'm curious how the culture has changed over the years and, you know, has things like social media, has that made it easier, more accessible for people to get into it? You know, where do you see this going? Yeah, it's changed. Like we talked about Miami. So it was magazines. Yeah. And even if we shot SEMA, it takes, even if I get in my rundown, it took a month at the earliest. We were fast. Sometimes it took two months for you to see SEMA coverage. Now you see SEMA coverage before SEMA. You see, right. show off so it's a couple ways it's changed. Even the partnerships, like when we were in Miami, putting proposals together, flying photographers to Miami. They're like, what's Miami? Why Miami? Why Moroso? Now it's like, so for us, it was easier because we worked harder. I never took, we're not better than anybody. I'm a kid from South America. I'm nobody. I grew up in South America. My dad came to Miami. I figured out a passion, but. Again, I didn't go to school. I didn't have a ton of money. I didn't have a degree. I just like cars. I work hard. As you can tell, I'm passionate about it. So we had to do everything to get people to Miami. Yeah. And now it's like, now it's easier and harder because everybody can do it. Right. So you go on Instagram, you can write an email, you can send out a proposal. So it goes both ways. And then it's harder to hide a project because mm. social media, like now you can see anything. And you see it right away. So it's got pros and cons on the social media. There's not really magazines anymore, which is kind of sad. Even yeah. though I just did an, I just got my Machina magazine, an EV magazine, which I still enjoy because it's print and I grew up in print. Builder's but, Guide, right? Yes. And yeah. I love it. It's, it's cool. cool. It's cool. It's super cool. And I mean, I got a really cool spread and I'm working with them to bring more EV content. So Jerome and those guys are super cool. and. I was like, I don't remember I'm trying to think the last time I was in print, but you know, so that's different, but print's still the pinnacle. A magazine cover is invaluable. We used to tell people, if you got a magazine cover, you can't tell your partner it's worth a billion dollars, you know, like, because not, there's only 12 a year. Some magazines are only six a year. Now there's one a quarter. Um, but I think that's changed a little, a little bit. But the funny part is, I think the scene is kind of coming back. It, I tell people it comes full circle. Mm. You know, you had the Fast and Furious days with the big wings and the neon lights and the Lambo doors. And it was a little too much. Then it went super clean. You know, like for me, I grew up with everything, by the way. I grew up in, in Florida. So you had 
Lowriders, you had the Bajito Tour, which is still around. Uh, one of our, our good friends, Alex from Hoppo Suspension. Again, he was he's a lowrider guru. Um, and I met up with him. He actually low, he put my Mach-E and Lightning on air suspension. And now he does all my air stuff. Sweet. He had no idea about EVs two years ago. What are EVs? Uh, and he'll see this podcast. Like, Will I burn the car down? Will I electrocute myself? Yeah. Now into the space. He was in Long Beach. Uh, he's done two cars for me, but he was he's big in the lowrider scene and the Bajito tour is still popping off. So he goes to all the shows. But I was in the lowriders, um, mini trucks, of course, tuners, street rods, hot rods, you name it. And it's coming full circle again. You know, it's funny, like you'll see the ruined guys in San Francisco. And they cleaned house in Long Beach, best crew, think best sedan, best frunk. But guess what's in the frunk? Neon lights. Mm-hmm. Under the car, neon lights. So I think it's full circle. And But what I tell everybody, it's like, enjoy what you do. And you're not going to be able to please everybody, which I think you'll see at SEMA. And that's yeah. what people ask a lot. How do you build your cars? Honestly, and I have no filter. I don't give a damn what people think. You can't. I right. don't like your bright colors. I didn't build it for you. You don't drive it every day. And you also got to keep your partners happy. So mm-hmm. there's always that fine line. Uh, oh, my, my younger brother, been in the industry with me the whole time. Complete opposite of me. And you'll see it. You're boring. I'm looking at you in the camera. You're boring. He likes black, white. His ty- He has a type R. And then I like orange and I like yellow and I like yeah. pink. So you're all do what you love and you'll see that come around. Some people don't like, Oh, you can't do neon lights. Why not? It's your car. Can't do this. It's coming full circle. Like you look at fast 10 now and I, I'm smiling. Cause we, I just saw it with my son and I, I still enjoyed it, but we were part of fast and furious one mm-hmm. fast and furious Two was in Miami and you had the super with the comb, <laughs> the goal. And people are like, what the frig? And then it went to super clean. And then it, so it varies, you know, and yeah. that's why the, the tuner side, I, I keep looking at your hat and I'm so excited about the tuner space because in our space delivery, you have the conversions and then you've got the new stuff, the OE stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a little bit different. It's like taking a civic back in the day, an EG and putting, you know, or, or an accord and putting a prelude motor. Yeah, there, we have a lot of both, and I think that's gonna be fun because you'll see low riders, you'll see street rods and hot rods, uh, you'll see BC's Porsches, you'll see Rye Wire has his S two thousand. He's now doing a Civic kit, and I'm not there yet because I'm I'm so busy. But the the, the BMW I talked to you about the two thousand two, yeah, that'll eventually become uh, electric. I want to do my Skyline and my S fifteen. I'm getting some. I'm not going to say hate, but again, I don't care about it, but I might make my, my Skyline, my S15 EV. Just, I love, I love it, but I'm learning a lot about it because the older cars, something funny you'll learn, you'll see at SEMO when you talk to people, the older cars are older. So you hear everything. And I never mm-hmm. thought about that. You hear the clanks, you hear the suspension, you hear the door creak. So yeah. people are like, you gotta, you have to think about it. Do you really want that? Cause the Mach-E is brand new. The Lightning's brand new. They don't make noise. Right. So lots of little variables to, uh, yeah. to learn. Sorry, I went off on a tangent, but it's no, I fun. love it. You hear all these different things as you're on the road. But I think the industry continues to, to progress um, as we're talking about in the EV space. 
But then a lot of things that we saw in the tuner space are now coming to the EV space. So I think it's a little bit of both, to be honest with you. It's exciting. That's why I chose the name, the next great car era for this podcast, yes. because the, it feels this energy that we're all kind of living through feels very reminiscent of these other, we look backwards at like, oh, the nineties, oh, the sixties, everyone is lamenting that it's not like that anymore, but it kind of is now we're at the very cusp of something super cool. And yes. it's trying, it's like an awesome time to acknowledge that. And then just like, enjoy it, surf the wave, so to speak. Yeah, and you're open to it. I mean, not everyone is. I think they're coming around to it, but you almost said it perfectly. That's what I said when we started off. It's the next wave. Like you said, we weren't in the 60s or 70s, but early 80s, the yeah. 90s, of course, uh, the 2000s, the early 2000s. And now it's what you said. It it was, the, for us, it was the tuner era, then the Euro era. Like now, look at right-hand drive cars. I now have three. I have three. My brother has one, and it was they were cool. Then they weren't that cool. Then they were cool again. Then the price skyrocketed. Then you have all your Porsches, your BMWs. It comes back around, but we are in the next wave. I think the OEM see it. I think the partners see it. I think media, as yourself, see it. Um, show show organizers and then fellow designers and builders. I think we all see it's coming. It's just how open are you to the next wave, to the future, um, is what's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, it will. So let's talk about show off and and where how that fits into the expo at large. So uh, yes, Electrify Expo and then show off as a one piece of that. There's a, yes. like a ton of stuff going on. Paint a picture for me. <laughs> so you're coming in. You're coming in a week and a half. So yeah. I'm smiling because. It's super exciting. So what I tell people, so show off is an entity within Expo and I'll get to that for you, but Expo is not a car show. It truly is a festival. It is, it is massive. So you'll be able to come and hang with us in show off, but you'll also be able to do Expo. So we have micro mobility, which is the e-bikes and the scooters and the razors and the one wheels. And then you'll have the motorcycle section where we have the high speed course. And then we also have the kids section, which is called the fun zone, where you can bring your kids, your nephew, your nieces. So That's it's awesome. a little bit of everything. Yeah. And again, I've done I've done a billion car shows, as of, as of you. They get redundant over time. It's it's only cars. And I love talking to people. You can tell I can't shut up, but it's only so much you can do. So for me, the fun part is I could bring my family. I could go with my friends. But you could do show off. You could hang in the lounge. You could check out the vendors. You could check out the show cars. We'll hang with you and do a podcast. But then you can make your your way around the venue. Dude, you can ride literally e-bikes the entire day. 20, 30 different e-bikes. You can go ride e-motorcycles, e-scooters. The cool thing about Show Off, besides that, it's, it's also very, it's very friendly, family friendly. Because there's kids from my nephew who came who was four. He rode his the e-go-kart all day in the kids' zone. My older nephews Sweet. rode bikes. Um, one of my nephews wanted to buy a, a, a scooter. So he came to test drive all the scooters. So the cool part is this is the one place you can come and test ride everything. So if you're looking for a bike, uh, you know, Jackrabbit or Super or a Colfin motorcycle, here's where you come. You don't you can ride them all day. And then we also have all the OEMs. 
Um, I think you saw we have more OEMs than some auto shows. And some of our competitors are like a, a, a tenth of ours. I think we're up to 15 OEMs. But the cool thing, wow, you can you could come ride, you could come drive a test drive a Tesla. Mm-hmm. Uh, Collins basketball coach came. He wanted to drive the Lightning and the Mach E. Hopped in line, got to drive the Mach E and Lightning around Long Beach. Uh, I think we had a couple BMWs, uh, Kia. There's everybody. So uh, Chrysler. So it's really cool because you get to now come play. It's a giant playground. You know, you can hang out with Neil, but you'll be bored of me in 10 minutes. You know, go get some Meguiar's goodies, go check out Yoko, but then go ride some e-bikes, you know? And that's the cool thing. That's the difference between us and other shows. Show Off is an entity within Expo. Expo is a gigantic, friendly, family-oriented festival. And that's the cool part because you won't be bored. And the best part, I just told a friend, it's cheaper to get into Expo than to watch a movie. It's 20 bucks, which is- That's awesome. Yeah. Which is, you can just ride bikes all day for 20 bucks. You can just test drive lightnings all day for 20 bucks. Um, and we have a lot of fun stuff. Uh, we team with Ford and do cars and coffee Saturday morning. Uh, we had crepes in Long Beach. So there's a bunch of stuff you can do. Um, I can promise you this, in the two days, you won't get bored because there's so much different um, activities. I'm going to do them all as much Good, as I and I'll can. Join, I'll join you between. <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have Lewis do the judging once we're set up. But yeah, no, it will take you to some fun ones. There's like some BMX e-bikes. Um, like I said, there's some smaller e-bikes. And then we have a track. So you got to remember, there's, I think, five different tracks throughout the venue. So the high speed course is where you can test drive the motorcycles um the kids zone a bunch of stuff yeah let's uh let's have a killer time together It'll be fun this is gonna be great yeah yes sir i'm excited so then for the show off component you're yes, you're sir. the director of that this is your vision you talked about envisioning car builds but now you're you're using that skill you're envisioning a car show yeah tell me a little bit about what what you what you like what your vision is for that and what is the vibe that you're going for? What have you pulled from to, to kind of like create this? Yeah. No, that is an awesome question. So Expo has been around three years. This is our third year. Um, BJ Burtwell and his team put it together. I've known BJ since the nineties. He used to be the marketing director at Meguiar's. So we were sponsored, partnered with Meguiar's, I think in 98, 99. Um, I used to see BJ with my wife and my brother at all the races. And then, so three years ago, he reached out to me. They came to Orange County, went to the show, was super cool, was just expo. Corners me at SEMA. Hey, I have a vision. Can you come to Austin next week? As you know, it was five days after I told him no. I'm like, you're crazy. I'm tired. I haven't seen my family in two months. Dumb butt Neil ends up on a plane. Gets to Austin uh, on Saturday. Met up with BJ. Austin's our uh, are one of our biggest shows. Okay, so it was awesome. It's like walk, met him, walked the show. Didn't tell me what it was about. No inclination of show off. Walk the show, experience it, love it, have a good time. We get together after, and he tells me about his idea for show off, and the sp- the light bulb went off. So we just started talking. So just so you know, this entire entity came together like in six months. And I mean everything. The name, the branding. That's why my eyes are also half closed. 
the trophies, the stickers, the, the, the swag, the pins, the judging criteria did not exist in January. I'm not even kidding to you, did not exist. So we get together and he's like, build this. And I knew it was gonna be a lot of work and I know he's watching this. It was so much more work and he knows it. It's it, because we built- You thought it, it was here, it was here. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And the funny part, before I get to where it could be, everybody had a blast at Long Beach. Yes, it was, it was tiring, it was exhausting. Because I'll give an example. When I get to SEMA, I'm done. Like my builds are done. I can enjoy, I can do my interviews. But for me, getting to SEMA Saturday is the end. Yeah. Shaw's opposite. I get on site Wednesday and it's like, <laughs> got to park all the vendors, park the cars, get the, get the trophies, get the wristbands, build your lounge. It's opposite. So for me, when I got there Wednesday, it was like, holy smokes. But um, I'll tell you the vision for it, but it all came together. Like you said, the culture, the vibe, the music, the food, the colors, it comes from everything. It comes from my kids' apparel. It comes from shoes. It comes from real estate, houses, container homes. Our lounge is colorful milk crates that we build couches out of milk crates. Um, we've been to shows like Complex Con, Designer Con, um, everything. So I didn't want it to be just a regular car show. Yeah. I wanted, like you said, the vibe. And Expo had its own vibe. And it was, not to say older, more corporate, but it had a more professional feel. Mm -hmm. Not that show off does it, but show off brings in the youth, brings in the culture, the keywords, the vibe, um, all that. So we have different music. Um, music is a big factor. We have a really awesome DJ. So you walked in Long Beach. The, as soon as you walked through the gate, the music was playing um, hip hop, R&B, uh, reggae. So just a different oh, vibe. nice. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, as soon as you walk in, you're like, oh, you start moving your shoulders. You have a good time. Um, even the models, you know, just professional. Not going to say other shows a little skanky, none of that. But, you know, super cool, professional, handing out swag, talking about the vendors. Um, we have really cool partners like Yoko, like Maguire's, like Toyo, um, different vendors like that. Um, so it's really fun. And then what's cool too. So the vibe is completely changed. Like I said, the food, everything you can think of, I can already see your mind going crazy. So everything you can think of, I've tried to incorporate into our section right now. Show off was the car show and the vendors. That's step one. I want to build it. Like I said, I work for Nopi nationals. We had 7,000 cars, 1500 vendors over the next year to two years we have a three to five year plan okay. you're gonna have motorsports so gentlemen like that we're friends with von Ginn jr and his 1400 horsepower mach e uh we want to do demos drifting rally cross um super cool so now a lot of these guys are into the e-motorcycles doing motorcycle demos like nitro um the car show guys want to do demos in their car how cool would it be for you to get a, a ride in a 64 galaxy around the course mm -hmm. so they'll be show off there'll be performance motorsports rally cross then there'll be the whole outdoor experience overland no one's touched out the off-road stuff so like my lightning 
you'll start having trucks and, and van life and camper life. So that's a whole nother section. Then you've got your e-bikes. You can tell there's so much going on. Yeah. Then you've got e-bikes. Super 73, Ravel, Jackrabbit. Imagine two, 300 custom e-bikes. That space hasn't been tapped. You've got seats, wheels, pedals, paint. So you could build a custom e-bike. We're going to have probably, I'll take you around 20 custom e-bikes in San Francisco. So that's going to build. Dang, so the, that's crazy. Yeah. So the car show will build. Right now we're about, the, the scene is new. So our goal is 75 to 100 EVs, which is a lot. Eventually that'll be two, 300 EVs, two, 300 bikes, two, 300 trucks, all your motorsport stuff, your drifting, your rally cross. And then another area we want to do, the coolest thing about EVs is how fast they are zero to 60. Mm-hmm. So we want to have a launch pad. Imagine a lightning and a Taycan taking off. Where else can you experience that? So the potential for show off is enormous. That's what gets me the most excited because not many people have been in Vaughn's 1400 horsepower monkey. I have, and I'm still shaking. It's terrifying, but how cool would that be if you could see drifting? Um, at our events. Yeah. Um, so we're going to build that, but it's all around back to your beginning, the culture, the vibe, the future, because there's guys and girls that want to see it happen. Um, and that's what we have to get to, but we have to educate too, because right now it is a lot of Teslas. Tesla was first. There's a billion Teslas, but you know, we work with Ford. We work with Porsche. We work with Dodge. How do we get the next wave of builders? Rivian, BMW, mm-hmm. uh, Volvo, stuff like that, Pulsar. How do we get to see more and more customs? Because this is another question, which I'm sure you're going to ask. I could read your mind. It's just a car. Why are people, people don't understand. Yes, the motor's different, maybe the drivetrain, but it's still a car. And yeah. this is what I try to tell people. My Lightning, the only thing my Lightning and the F-150s I built, it's electric. Now I have a frunk. I can put stuff in the frunk, my air suspension, my cooler, stuff like that, but it's the same. My Maki wasn't any different than my Edge. I put it on air, you could do Recaro's, you can paint it, you can do a lip kit. So I, I, I really, I'm really excited to help people understand that through your platform and other platforms that you can build your Maki, you can build your Taycan, you could build your Rivian, stuff like that. So I think that's going to be exciting. And show off is going to be the place. I really believe we are the, not just the show, but with Expo and Industry Day, we're the leaders in that space. And it touches back to what we talked about earlier. It's going to go worldwide. Stuff's ahead of us in the UK. Stuff's ahead of us in Australia. Um, you know, we have friends in Indonesia, friends in Japan, uh, Canada, even Mexico, which is south of me. Um, so I think it's going to be exciting to see where the States goes. And then as we go um, more global. My mind is like racing right now. It's so, so awesome. The um, what you what you touched on about it's still a car. I think that's really an important message because people sometimes they see an EV and they're like, oh, well, what do we do with it? 
It's like, well, actually, 90% of that is the same as every other car on the road. You just have a different method of propulsion. And this comes up at the track all the time. It's like, I'm going to dudes that have been racing since, you know, they were kids and asking about suspension and tires. And it's all the same. And I'm just like a sponge learning from that. And then they go, oh, you're driving a Tesla? Well, what's that like? And like, well, it's really interesting. We got this, the, you know, I have regen. So that kind of actually helps the braking and the, but yes. there's heat soak, which is basically just like pulling timing when the engine yep. is overheating, it's all of these similarities and connections. And it's really interesting. I can't yeah, wait until there's more OEMs. I think it's just a volume thing because Tesla has been first, but when there's yep. more Mustang, Mach-E's and others on the road, people are going to buy them up and then they're going to be doing the same thing. You're right. And see, you're see the thing about I figured about the EV space, you have open-minded people like the guys asking you about your Tesla and you still have closed-minded people. Like I got it this weekend. You drive a toaster and I'm making this stupid <laughs> face because I don't even want to curse on this. It's the dumbest effing car. Okay. I get it, but you're an idiot. Why is it a toaster? I guess it's a cool toaster. Could it be a toothpick? Could it be a marshmallow? I don't, I get it, but I've worked for Vortec. I've had 1200 horsepower cars. Yeah. The funny part, the Durango Hellcat was 880 horsepower. Super fast, loud ass exhaust, big wheels, bright color. It was 3.6. My lightning was 3.8. And my lightning feels faster off the line because it's it's electric. Yeah. But it's a toaster. Okay, well, my toaster will kick the shit out of your sorry, curse, out of your toaster. <laughs> I'm like, I've I've seen it. I've had a 1200 horsepower skyline. I've had a 1200 horsepower Camaro, the one that went to Shanghai. I get it. In fourth gear, you can drop it on on the five and you spin 24. I get it. But the close-minded people about it's a toaster. It's not cool. It doesn't make noise. Okay. I don't, my brother built a Mustang and maybe I'm old. Maybe I'm used to EVs. And I even told my friends at Ford, it's loud and obnoxious. I drove it to Long Beach because my car was a, and my ass rattled. Yeah. 45 <laughs> Maybe now I'm spoiled. And I, I told Ford this. I get it. I've been in a Mach-E and a Lightning. My Acti has six horsepower. My BMW 2002 has eight horsepower. They're not super loud. But I've been in a Durango. So I think to your point, people need to understand that. A Mach-E, a Tesla. Teslas get hated on more too because there's more. Yeah. But what's the difference between a Mach-E... And my Mustang GT or my EcoBoost. Yes, the EcoBoost is turbocharged. I had a Vortex supercharger, 660 horsepower. I'm not going to lie to you. My mach is faster. Why? It's got, doesn't have, that's the, the, the fun of an EV. And I didn't even know this because when I drove my Lightning the first time, I was like, there's no way it's as fast as the Durango, as the Hellcat. There's no chance. And I floored it, like we said in the large van, I was like, Crap. Oh. <laughs> and I Googled it. But Ford doesn't tell you. I came home and I Googled it. 3.6 for the Hellcat, 3.8 for the Lightning. And you're like, that's this. 0.2 seconds, gentlemen. So I think that people are open-minded to it. And even people who came to Long Beach that didn't know any better. Mm. They're like, oh, this is pretty cool. But again, I don't get it. But I, no, let me not say that. When we were in the 90s, Civics are rice rockets. Remember that? They're oh, yeah. stupid. They're dumb. Why are you driving a four-cylinder? It'll never run tens. Yeah, okay. Welcome to the club. So it was... Then it was, well, it'll never run nines. 
Yeah, you I don't know. never run eights. <laughs> yeah, and then guys again like BC and Ben Ma and Sean Carlson told everybody to shut the hell up because it's possible. Yeah, you can't build a cool EV. My Maki e won best of show Ford, not best Maki, e, not best orange car. The, the design team of Ford Motor Company picked the toaster and won best best of show, not of the booth, of the entire SEMA show. You know how many cars go to SEMA? You know how many Fords go to SEMA? So I think that's the fun part. And we just, like again, we need, we need to go back and educate people that you can, yes, I get the range if you do bigger wheels. I have 22s and I have 24s. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing with the Civic. That used to run 13s, 14s. There were Civics with 18s, which was big. I know dumb butts that had 20s on their Civics. Nice. Yes, it was <laughs> fast, but it is what it is. And that's the cool part about our culture. Again, there's no right or wrong. No. You might have a completely different taste to me. You might see the mocking and be like, you're driving a giant orange. I'm okay with that. But you might love bright colors, you know, so... I, I don't think there's a wrong. And that's the cool part about our scene. You could build a race Maki. You race your Tesla. I respect the crap out of that because it's cool. And you, you go on YouTube videos and you're like watching these guys in Teslas or Rivians around the track at, at Willow Springs at, you know, at Sebring. Yeah. That's cool. It's cool seeing a Taycan on the track with a GT3. Yeah, it's so, totally cool. Yeah, so I think it's the more we educate people, the more open-minded they get, I think it'll become fun. I think the people who, there's a difference in seeing it in real life and chatting with someone and like just reading it on the internet. Because when you're in real life, you realize that like, it's not nearly as divisive. And I'm always going up and going, oh, I love this Mustang. I talked to, I've been hanging out with all the Mustang guys this weekend and each one had... I just like cars and everyone yeah. is different and and it's great to learn about that and all of the different, you know, models and makes and, and all of that. It's just car people and the, the EV versus gas kind of melts away because you're just excited and then you choose what's right for you. And, yeah. you know, if you're in, for me, I'm really interested in performance. And so the, the EV it fits the bill for me and it's a new challenge. That's another thing that I've yeah. talked to a lot of folks, you know, that have been doing this for a long time, like builders, the BCs and the rye wires. They're like, this is, I've seen so many builds before, but this is new. It's a new challenge and that's exciting. So it's like, well, sure. I could build a car that, that is going to do a, B and C, but like that's been done. I want to try something that's never been done. And that creativity juice starts flowing. And, and that is even more exciting. Yeah, you got to push, you have to push the envelope. Um, I think I mentioned to you, I've known Ryan and BC a long time, BC for longer. And like you said, and it's also cool because it opens up another avenue for business yeah. and for their customers. It's like, yeah, Ryan's done everything with the Civic. So when he's like, I'm going to make it electric and you see the batteries and you see everything, you're like, whoa, it brings us back to when we we're in high school. It's something new. It's something different. When you see BC's Porsches, both performance Porsches and driven Porsches. You're like, holy crap. It is really cool. And then you see like the conversion stuff because I got to ride in the 64 galaxy. Um, Mike and the guys were conductive. And I was like, yeah, it's so different. It's, it's what 
50 years old, 60 years old. My mouth is off right now, but, and then it's all electric. And then you're driving it through Long Beach and you're like, damn. And that's where it came out. People are like, I'd love to ride in Mike's car. And Mike's like, I'd love to give demos in my car. When are you going to get to ride in a 64 Galaxy that won best EV conversion or get to see or BC's Porsche? Those things you don't get to do. We're going to bring that to the table at Show Off. We're going to bring that to the table at Expo for media, for our special guests, for fellow car show um, participants. And that's what's cool. But yeah, like you said, it's all cars, dude. It's like, it's life. It's sports. Yeah. It's family. It's like, again, I get, I get somewhat, I laugh, but I get annoyed when people are closed-minded because we've been through this. Why can't you build a Euro? Why can't you build a classic? Why can't you build a lowrider? It's what the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the same. And it's your preference. If, if you call me next week, hey, let's build a tank together. No, Dan, that's stupid. Why? It's cool. Let's let's do something different. I, I don't know if I told you we had a uh, a Batmobile at Long Beach, and it was complete. It was electric, outside the box. We had sand cars. We had everything. We had uh, I, I forget what it is, but it was a, basically a yellow bullet. They called it the banana. It went three hundred fifty nine miles an hour. We had oh world yeah. Record. So there's all kinds of cool stuff. But again, why be closed minded to it? You know, and that I think that's cool with again your platform, show off the EV magazines, the EV social pages. It allows people to express themselves and it allows people who are interested in seeing it. Um, and you brought up a great point. In person is so different. Online, the forms, comments and IG, come experience it. Come to come to show off, come to expo, come to some of your uh, track events. Because once you experience it, it's not the same as reading it online. Yeah. So um, perfect segue. There's going to be links and stuff in the show notes, but tell folks uh, about San Francisco, where they go if they want to, uh, if they want details and how they get there. And then maybe yep. where the next one is after that. Yeah. So we are in San Francisco soon. Not sure when this airs, but pretty soon. June 24 and June 25. Um which is in two weeks from today um, in San Francisco at Alameda Point. It's going to be awesome. It's on the water. We've got the uh, San Francisco skyline behind us. Um, like I said, we've got everything we talked about earlier. So that'll be fun. You can go to electrifyexpo.com and then you'll see a bunch of tabs, but backslash show off um, to get show off information. Uh, we'll have goodie bags. We'll have swag. Please come by. If you come by the show, it's only 20 bucks. We've got some show specials where it's 10 bucks cheaper than a hamburger. Um, so please come out, enjoy the show. Um, also on Instagram um, and LinkedIn for you older guys like me. Uh, people still use LinkedIn. It's it's popping off. Uh, Electrified Show Off, Electrified Expo. We post a ton of contents. Uh, we can answer questions on there, but it's cool. So we have San Francisco uh, end of June, and then we're going to Washington, D.C. in July. We're going to uh, New York in August, back to the West Coast, Seattle in September, and then back my home stomping ground in Miami, October 14, October 15. And then we end the year in Austin. Um, come out to Austin. Austin is, 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 is a banger, as the kids like to say. Okay. Um, we end in Austin and we have a three-day event in Austin. We have Industry Day Friday, uh, where Dan, you should either come out, talk, meet people. Uh, BC's done it. 
Um, that's where all the big heavyweights come out to talk, uh, smooth, meet people. Um, so we have that uh, the week after SEMA. And then, dude, it gets, and then we get ready for 2024. That's going to be a whole nother animal, new cities, more shows, potentially um, expanding globally. And then show off will grow. So the cool thing about show off, every show you come to, we will grow little by little. Uh, more cars, more vendors, more media, uh, more show participants. But then also what we talked about, potentially the motorsports, the overland, e-bikes, the launch pad, stuff like that. So we're always progressing. Um, Dan, I would love your feedback after you experience it. Um, my mind doesn't stop. How do we make it better? How do we make it cooler for the enthusiasts, for fans, for spectators? Um, again, just like your podcast, let's keep kicking ass and doing fun stuff, dude. That That's all it's about. 26 yeah. years. I know you've been in this for decades. Um, let's keep having fun and keep doing cool stuff. That sounds awesome. I'm excited for uh, here in a couple of weeks and then really excited for the trajectory of this. And um stoked to help in any way I can. And, and we'll, we're going to make it happen, man. Yeah. We appreciate you. It's guys like you, it's guys like us, it's our friends, it's our industry. That's going to push this. And like you said, dude, let's, let's look back. We'll do a podcast. I'm sure we'll do many more, but in a year or five years, I'm like, remember we talked about this and people were closed-minded or we didn't know what was happening. And we thought we we're going to get electrocuted or run out of miles. <laughs> and now it's, it's the norm. But it's everything we've gone through. I go through it on a daily basis. I was, I need charging stations. You've been to the track. Okay, how do I plan? I got to get charged. Then I'm going to race X amount of miles, beat the mm -hmm. crap out of my car. Where's the charging station on the way home? That's all going to become the norm. You know, we'll end with we'll end with this on my end. Do you remember the Nopi Nationals had uh, the Nopi Tours? Yeah. And we lead the one from Miami. That's coming. That's another entity that's coming to show off and expo. How do we, the ruined guys, other car clubs, we are going to do a electrified show off tour from LA, from New York, from Miami, all congregating in Austin. Yes, it's scary. Yes, we have to figure out our mileage. Yes, we have to stop to charge. We get it. But if no one does it, it's like, oh my God, you're crazy. You're going to drive. Driving to San Francisco, it's seven hours. Uh, we work with a friend, Matt Teske. He owns... Uh, a charging app, Chargeway. How do you figure out where to stop? Everything you go through on a daily. Uh, we're working with Tint World from Miami. We're doing a whole tour from Orlando to Miami. People want to push the envelope. Yeah, That will be part of show up going forward. You and me will take a trip to Seattle or you'll come down and lead a group from San Francisco. We'll be super dope if Dan and Evie Tuners leads 50, 60, 100 cars down the five or down PCH. So all those things will happen, but appreciate you, appreciate your platform, appreciate your support. And uh, like I said, it'll be funny in a couple of years when we're like, we see it. We just have to work together to get to that point. That's a perfect vision to end on. I love that. And uh, thank you so much, Neil, as well. Really appreciate you too. This has been an absolute pleasure to sit down and chat with you. Lots more to come. We'll talk to you very shortly here and uh, and see you in uh, San Francisco. Yeah, see you in a couple of weeks. Um, safe travels and let's have a let's have a great time. We'll find bikes too. We won't race. We'll see. We'll see which bikes we like better. Sounds like a plan.
Thanks, brother. Appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you. Bye.